thank you very much listeners once again for tuning into Odwar Jagero podcast. Today we are going to be talking about continuing with the series how do I feel being a father and uh, in the studio today I have uh, a friend of mine Eric Eric Mungai. Eric Mungai runs um, an organization that takes care of of boys and um, when it comes to how I feel as a parent, well, that's what we're going to discuss. And uh, and so, Eric, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, Jagir. <laughs> I am all right. Uh-huh. How's life been? Uh, nice. Nice. Yeah, ups and downs, but um, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. What? When? In what? Do we? Do you? Do you? Do you decide to become a parent? Or do you, you know, in, you know, in Africa we have sex and then we have babies. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think we, we like to think we decide. Yeah. Yeah. I think we like we we like thinking that I've decided to have children. Yeah. And then a kid shows up, mm. and then you you begin to wonder why you decided in the first place. You yeah. Begin to actually see. Just how unprepared. <laughs> yeah unprepared you are to to become a parent and to become a father mm. so no i you know we, we you talk um and it happens in different ways there are those who are married and have discussions with their wives or husbands mm. uh, there are those ones who after an exciting night yeah uh, are told a few months later i'm pregnant i'm pregnant yeah and you know there are those who never find out until they are much older Mm. Yeah, that apparently there was someone that I produced. Yeah. But I don't know whether you... I wouldn't say that you decide. I think it's... Mm. You make that decision when the kid is there. Yeah. That's when you make the decision to become a parent. Mm. Yeah. And... Uh, all, all right. I think we are going to specifically dwell on um, how you feel being a parent, but not just a parent, a parent of a man. Mm-hmm. Or a boy, mm-hmm. there there are a lot of a lot of a lot of things going on in the world around 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 gender, mm-hmm. especially um, what a man should be or should not, what a woman should be should not. Uh, mm-hmm. We have come to realize that the kitchen is not only for the woman; <laughs> yes. that men also need to be in the kitchen. Yeah. All right. I am not sure if splitting wood is not is is is, is just an area for the boys, mm-hmm. or whether women should also uh, girls or women should also be splitting wood, working in a in a in a railway line. You know, yeah. carrying those 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 those, those uh, steel rods. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, these days when we when a woman is pregnant, we say that we are pregnant. all right yeah and then i was uh, forgive me for this i was uh, i'm there is a story i'm doing uh around um around sex toys and uh and and i was reading an article of how to how to use a sex toy do you have samples i can carry (laughs) no The quest so so it was very difficult because uh, when you are when you when they are talking about the position uh, the, the positions in sex, mm-hmm. they were not talking about they were not mentioning a woman or a man, they kept mentioning your partner, uh-huh. 
your partner, your partner, your partner. Yeah. Okay, so um, I am a, I am a, I am a, I am a, a father of a girl, and um, I am. I think I think I'm very much confused about how to raise my 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 daughter. Mm. The things to tell her. There are things that society now. Uh, things that I should tell them, mm-hmm. uh, that I should tell her about uh, who she is in the society. I was being told that by another lady that that the, the fact that women tend to be caregivers mm-hmm. is not actually the genetics. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that they have been socialized to be caregivers. Okay, yeah. Which is which is which is very confusing for me, uh-huh. and and I thought that women are actually genetically, you know, I mean I mean naturally caregivers, mm-hmm. but according to a lot of feminists now, it looks like they are not that they have just been socialized mm-hmm. to be caregivers. That men are socialized not to cry. Yes, you see, yeah. so 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 those kind of things. But then what I want to ask you is that what do you feel as a father? Over, 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 young man growing up. Well, um, I mean, vis-a-vis, uh, in in relation in in relation to what what now, the society wants a man to be, a man to cook, a man to wash clothes, a man to cry, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Well, of course, number one, scary, because um, I don't know whether we ever stop becoming men or growing as men. So, yeah. it's. It's almost as if I'm teaching him from my own experience. Yeah. You know, I'm talking to him about uh, what it means to be a man from my own experience. And my experience is not necessarily the best experience. Yeah. You know, um, there are mistakes and some of those mistakes only recognize them as mistakes down the line, Mm. you know. So there's a fear of what then, how I define for him what it means to be a man and... What happened is that I began to realize and I, I you know, I, I came to, to the realization and to that place of I'm a father to someone who's, you know, who a young man when I wasn't aware from the beginning. Yeah. All right. Mm. And the decision to step up and be there for him. Mm. And I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll bring something up later on about mm. that. But... There's a fear. There's a fear that I, I don't know what I'm telling, whether I'm, what I'm telling this kid is the best thing. So there's, there's quite a lot of learning on the game. Mm. You know, the rules of the game keep on changing. Mm. Um, I don't want him to define his identity as a man anymore on rules. I don't want him to say these are my, the rules I play there for I'm a man. Yeah. I want him to think about values. Yeah. What values then define you as a man? Because you see with values, mm-hmm. they won't change. And those values last will outlive him. Mm. Um, the very same way, I guess, my my grandfather, my grandfather, and even looking back to my own story with my grandfather, and when my father showed up in the picture, mm. you know, mm. I didn't know my father for, for a long time. I yeah. only came to meet him when I was in my 20s. Yeah. And literally did not know him i didn't know where he was or who he was you know but because my grandfather filled that gap very well and my gra- grandfather was very very deliberate in making sure that what he left me with were values yeah. these are the values that define you eric mm. not whether you go to the kitchen not whether you change uh, a baby's diaper 
not whether you're you know in the hospital as your wife gives birth mm. not whether you smoke or drink mm. not whether you have girlfriends or not yeah. you know the things that define you as a man is our values and that's what i'm trying that's what that's what i've been trying is it easy no because mm. you know the the scary part is that at, you get to a place where you realize that this young man is his own man mm. with his own mind with his own desires with his own goals mm. and because he's also a boy and i don't know whether this is as a result of socialization because i don't think it is mm. but because he's a young man then he wants to push limits Mm. He wants to challenge. He mm. wants to try new things. Mm. He wants to jump out of a mountain. He mm. wants to climb, you know, he wants to get into an aeroplane and climb and jump out. He wants mm. to go do bungee jumping. He wants to drive fast on the road. Mm. You know, he wants to camp outside. All yeah. these are things that are scary. Yeah. And he wants to, you know, he wants to to have a girlfriend and invite the girlfriend home and you're 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 scared. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. You know. So there is even as you draw boundaries and as you sort of try guide and lead him there's also the reality that he's his own man there are decisions and there are things that he's going to do that I will not agree with there are mistakes he has made mm. but the best thing that I can do for him is love him and be there for him and constantly remind him mm. that he's not defined by his successes or his failures he's mm. defined by his values yeah yeah and and what are what are some of the what are some of these values that you think you'd instill in uh in in your boy well discipline mm. you know be disciplined yeah. in action in behavior in thought be disciplined mm. you know um be disciplined in everything you do wake mm. up make your bed it's only going to take you a minute be mm. disciplined in taking the plate to the kitchen mm. and it's in those simple things then that the value yeah and the character of discipline then is instilled in him then mm. he begins to engage with others in a disciplined way mm. um you know it's excellence mm. be excellent in the way you behave i usually tell i, I tell my boy this mm. um having sex with a girl is easy yeah and fun mm. it's exciting it's sweet mm. but the person who carries the responsibility and the consequences Mm. of that few minutes uh, of excitement that thrust that you're going to have mm. is a girl yeah yeah if she doesn't get pregnant mm. she's going to get some drugs into her system mm. so that she doesn't get pregnant mm. yeah yeah you know um if she gets pregnant she's going to carry a child to term and then be the caregiver the primary caregiver to that child mm. emotionally and psychologically it's almost as if the entire responsibility is on the girl and i usually tell my boy this listen mm. you say you love this girl mm. then protect her mm-hmm. as a man yeah. that's what you do mm. you're excellent in your behavior and everything that you do yeah. protect her you're disciplined protect her mm. protect her by making sure you don't mess up her life yeah yeah be the man that is giving her every opportunity and you know um praising her and just pushing her forward to be the very best version of herself because that's what a man is. Mm. A man is not just sleeping around and you know having as many girls as you possibly can. Mm. So, you know, excellence then there's a character, there's a question of character, there's a question of integrity, there's being driven and determined in his everyday life and what he does, not to easily give up. Mm. And empathy. So, yeah. th- those are the six values that um, mm. I try instilling him. Yeah. 
every every opportunity I get yeah. to speak about them, mm. but also try and leave them myself. I'm mm. not perfect and mm. uh, always don't hit the mark. Yeah. And that's the other thing I tell him. Mm. You know, being a man is not being perfect. Yeah. Being a man is mm. every day. Yeah. There there everything. is uh, a lot of um I don't know if you are I I see a lot of what I will call quote unquote hostility mm. against against men. Yeah. Especially by a lot of um a lot of a lot of women online. I was talking to a friend of mine who is called uh, Rick Spoit. Mm-hmm. He 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 actually runs a program called Masculin- uh, Afro Masculinity. Mm-hmm. So teaching boys about many things. And every time he puts up a post that he's a big defender of human he of of, of women rights mm-hmm. and who women are and mm-hmm. what we should think mm-hmm. of women not as lesser beings and uh, a lot of things like that and what happens is that when he puts up a post there'll be a huge rally of women you know congratulating for standing up against men you know congratulating him for basically giving him a lot of love mm. you will not find men in those posts in that in those posts in those comments yes never yeah and if a man ventures to go into that into into the comment section and say something then there will be a lot of hostility mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you don't ask questions you don't say something because most likely it's going to be a stupid thing and the girls are just going to kill you Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so and then the other day a friend of mine uh, started a page called Silly Men. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you see. Yeah. So 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 uh, I see a lot of aggressiveness. Mm. A lot of hostility around uh, around uh, coming from women. And and most of the time you find that inst- and, and and there is this thing they call conversation. Let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk through this thing. But it it has to be a conversation. It has to be th- you have to say things that they completely agree with. Mm-hmm. Something that uh, that that adds to their voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that adds to their voice. Mm-hmm. And if you if you say something that that they don't that they don't like, it will be war. okay yeah, yeah. and and so so what i have seen with 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 men is that they they would rather avoid the conversation yes they would rather avoid the conversation i leave you alone and i think this is what makes women even angrier because they are trying to have a conversation the men are keeping quiet the few that come are getting battered mm-hmm. literally yeah so as as the as a, as, as a parent mm. as a father to a boy how do you think that that the that the man is going to come out because my thinking is if 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 we are ti- if we are tired of how men are behaving if we are tired of how boys are behaving and we want a conversation i i have a feeling that it is important to listen to the stupid things that these people say yes you know yeah. the the nonsense that they say mm-hmm. then when you face their nonsense and you and you and you you have a conversation around the nonsense then you're going to go somewhere but if there is so if as a father of a young boy mm. what what do you feel about that what what is well um 
first of all of course society does not hold space for uh masculine stupidity or cluelessness yeah uh, you know if if a man says something silly it will be shouted from the rooftops unfortunately yeah um and you know it almost feels like um men 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 are the ones who hold uh the glory for foolishness in our society mm. where us when a lady um you know makes a mistake people are very gracious in correcting her yeah. and you know ensuring that then she knows you know how to engage and listen in any relationship if anyone calls you stupid automatically what tends to happen is that you become defensive yeah and you you know you shut down and you hold your positions yeah and someone has told you you're being stupid but you go like oh i'll show you because it feels like a personal attack mm. um well of course to teach him to be gracious and to recognize that not everyone is going to agree with what he says mm. and not to allow it to get to him mm. because uh someone disagreeing with you mm. does not mean then that you're not worthy did you do you think do you think it's it's getting to to men it how, is how, how the is, conversation is, is going it is it yeah. is it is getting to men and i i know rick's i follow him on on social media yeah i see his post i see how people comment mm. um you know i've commented some i agree with some i don't agree with mm. and I, i it's always about how you approach and how you engage with men um, yeah. and the same thing listen we did this for the empowerment of the girl child and of, of the woman and we we are still doing it it's how we engage with them yeah you don't engage with a girl and tell her you're in an abusive relationship because you're a fool mm. or because you're weak yeah. or because you know we don't do that mm. yeah we don't make her responsible for the situation she finds herself in mm. we don't tell her you're suffering or you're going through this because you deserve it. We don't do that. Mm. But with men interestingly, mm-hmm. we do that all the time. Yeah. You're stupid because you're a man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm. We never tell women and girls you're in an abusive relationship because you're a weak woman. Yeah. And I know that some people do that. Mm. But generally in society that's not what happens. Mm. So we hold space and that's the thing that we don't have for men. We don't have people who hold space for men mm. and say you're actually wrong here. Mm. Yeah, especially from the same gender. We don't have men who come and go like, "Listen, I'm going to correct you and guide you. Mm. What you did here, this was wrong. Mm. Let me show you the path." Yeah. What happens is that the moment a man does something that is silly and stupid, he's attacked barely and not barely, sorry, but he's attacked because of the fact that he's a man. Mm. Not because he's a human who said something yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's because first you're a man, then mm. you're a fool, you know. And maybe no wonder then silly men yeah you know it's this this is a record of all the silly things that men say or do mm. and there are many yeah and i'm not excusing me because men have also done some pretty foolish things mm. and it's because that's the way you know we've been socialized and that's what we've been taught in society and those are the models that have been in front of us in society mm. so we're just doing those outrageous crazy things that we see other men do and receive fame yeah but they're silly they're foolish at the end of the day I feel that what should happen is then we begin to correct men and we begin to guide them and to have discussions with them. Mm. And that can only happen when you hold space for that. Mm. Yeah. Don't attack. Yeah. You know, don't attack him. Don't yeah. don't come and tell him mm. you're being silly. Yeah. Does, you know, does my boy do some silly stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and when I have that discussion with him, yeah. I'll joke about it, yeah. but I also try my level best to drop uh, mm. you know some wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Um and there is uh, 
I, as you'd as you'd imagine, I have a lot of friends who are who are, who are just around my age or mm-hmm. younger than me by by a couple of years. Yeah. But men in their thirties, all right. Yeah. Men in their thirties, men in their late twenties, uh, that I am friends with. And unfortunately, almost all of them are single. <laughs> yeah. They are not. They are not in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's happening. They. A you can tell that they want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are not getting into any. Yeah. Uh, some of them. Some of them say that. Some of them say that they don't have the money to. To get into a relationship. Some of them say that they no longer know how to how to make women. Like uh well in in the village they used to whistle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which is uh they used to they used to ask and they would be told no, but they would know that it is not a no, just yeah. a tactic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But now in town, around the streets, the women are saying that their no is actually a no, and their yes is actually a yes. Mm-hmm. But you don't get a woman today and you ask her out and you say, you know, I like you, and they say yes. There is a game. There is usually a game that mm. that 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 the, that the mating game. Uh, it's called the mating game, right? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. how how there is no yes, there is no no, but but you can see that you know you are needed to be around there and yeah yeah. So um, what do you think? Um, are you gonna tell your boy that if a girl tells says no, then it is a no? Back off. This is a difficult well, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's difficult because um, if she says no, then respect it. I think yeah. that's where I'd want him to begin from. Yeah. You know, respect it, acknowledge Don't it. Don't go again? You, you know, Jagero, when, <laughs> when a girl is saying no because she wants to see how you're going to behave and react, I think it's usually pretty obvious. Is it? Yeah. Is it? It is. It is. is. It? it is when a girl, when a girl is saying no... But she wants let, to let, see let whether, ask, let me ask whether you are still let, going let to go ask, after let me, her. Let me ask you something, Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, and by going after her, I mean pursuing her, like for a relationship. That's what I mean. There's a no for, but, I want to take but, you on a date, and she tells you no. Then take that no and walk with your head, you know, head held high. Yeah. Yeah? You ask her out for a date, she said no, walk away. And when a girl says no, actually, this is what I tell my friends. I also have friends who are in their 30s who are still single. Yeah. And I was told a, a lo- many, 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 many no's. Like, there were so many no's. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I can't even count them anymore. My friend. But this is what used to happen. Yes, yes, Jagero. yes. Let me yes. just say this. This uh-huh. is what used to happen. Uh-huh. But the fact that I was told no so many times, I also learned how to ask. Because I think girls usually say no when they feel like, you know, you're you're not of their standards or you're disrespecting yes, them. Yes, 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 all yes, these yes, different yes. things. And it's okay because she has standards and it's fine for her to But you're talking about standards. pursuing her. What is pursuing her after no? Well if she says no then just walk away. Yeah. A girl who wants you to pursue her. And then and then there she, are there, she, there, there are there are she's going to say there, there are there are there are there are ladies who say you didn't want it you you you, you didn't want it enough. If you want it <laughs> 
and I guess maybe that's why it's called the meeting <laughs> game. Listen, I have a friend who took a girl out on a date. Yeah. She said yes for the date. And on the date, you know, she she was very uh, categorical and very clear. Uh-huh. But what she wanted was a man who had a plan for the next 10 years. And this is how much he needed to have saved up. He needed to live in such a house. He needed to have a car. He needed... And this is yeah. my friend who's doing very well. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's in the corporate world and he's doing very well to be honest but he had no he had no 10 year plan he did but not you know when you talk about a 10 year plan what do you mean have children have a house have a holiday home what does that mean yeah you know and the fact that the lady then was more concerned about those things and that list yeah then he she's beautiful he found her very attractive he wanted to pursue her father yeah. he just went like eric i'm not interested yeah. If that's what she wants from me from the very beginning, yeah. then that's all she'll ever want in this relationship and I'm looking for a companion. Yeah. So I know that young men go through that. I know that, you know, there are girls who are going to ask for certain things and have certain uh, minimums. Mm. You know, you, there's a list that you have to tick all the boxes. Yeah. And of course, of course, there are those ones who say no from the very onset. There are those ones who look at you and say and ask you, do you drive? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't drive, then it's no. <laughs> but the car can get a puncture tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's not all of them. Yeah. It's some of the girls. But do, do, you, do you agree that the whole the whole thing, uh, the whole thing now, now becomes very difficult. It's become, it, it it's now becomes very difficult, difficult for yeah. men. It's very hard for men to know who's honest and who's genuine. Because when a man wants to settle down, He's looking for a companion. He's looking for a friend. Yeah. He's not looking for someone who's sexy. Yeah. He's not looking for someone who can shake it the entire night. Yeah. He's not looking for someone who knows all the styles, all the, all the sexual styles in you know in the world. Yeah. He's looking for a friend. He's looking for someone, a companion. Mm. So it's definitely much more difficult today. Um, I think for young men in their late twenties and early thirties mm. to find, you know, to find partners. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it because I have friends who come and ask me this question all the time and I don't have an answer for them. I don't know where they should be looking for. Mm. Do we do I have single female friends that, you know, we've tried to match up with our friends? Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't work. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, that will say that guy is uh, one thing or the other. Yeah. You know, the guy is uh, mean. The guy is not generous. Mm. The guy will say this girl is only interested in the money and in yeah. buying her gifts. Yeah. You know, the other day I had a barbecue at home with friends, with yeah. some male guys, and uh-huh. one of them told me the way a girl went like, um, I want you to buy me a car, yeah. and this is my monthly bill yeah. uh, for my needs, my hair, and a few things. Yeah. And this is how much you need to spend on credit for me. Send me this money. <laughs> and everyone went like, what? And it took off. <laughs> and... I don't know. I don't know whether that's the way girls are testing men today mm-hmm. or it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen friends online t- say that, you know, the way to measure a man today is to measure him by his wallet. Mm. I don't agree with it. I mm. think it's, it's actually, you know, mm. uh, doing more damage in society yeah, than yeah, good. Yeah. And we're, they're teaching and setting up girls to relate with men from a perspective that is very material. Mm. You know, I'm only going to be with someone because of what they can provide for me materially. So, what should men do? Mm. You know, keep 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 searching. You'll probably find someone. I you found a wife, Jagero. I found a wife. You know, yeah. in the same in that same world. I, th- I feel like I feel like things have changed so much in five years. 
a lot has changed a lot has yeah. changed it, um, it is, it's it true has, a lot it has, has changed it has really... but there's also a lot of um immaturity in regards to uh, the way people engage and socialize with each other yeah yeah it, between both sexes you know mm-hmm. um girls want the life that their mothers are accustomed to yeah you know and you know boys want um women who are their mothers so the way that they engage from the very onset mm-hmm. you know it's off they 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 they're not talking about me this is what i want mm-hmm. this is what is important to mm-hmm. me they're not sure about who they are even yeah. to even say what it is that they want yeah. mm-hmm. and you know then girls feeling the pressure of if this guy if you're working mm-hmm. then these are some of the things i want and i don't know i i feel like at times i actually find that guys who are who are, who, who seem to have it easy in relationships are the guys who do not earn a lot are the guys who are earning 10,000 15,000 30,000 they seem to have more success in relationships than the guys who are actually being paid well why why do you think that is the case well, because money money has become a huge factor for you know for our society girls generally want a guy if you if you're working in a place and i can go like oh this guy is earning some 300 400,000 then her expectations go up and the the problem is with our men with our 20 30 year olds they don't want girls who are only interested in their money yeah yeah but he will not also go look for a girl who's not interested in his money who is for lack of a better word i want to say um let me say affordable a woman that is affordable i don't i don't want to be crucified <laughs> you know um uh, yeah he he doesn't want you know i and i have i some of my friends have their mothers have said you know let's get your girl from the village mm. he doesn't want that jagero you you do not want a girl from the village yeah you want an urban girl but the urban girl has certain needs certain needs and yeah? certain expectations and certain expectations so it's a balance men have to rise to a certain standard but the girls also have to come to a certain level at the same time mm. yeah they they have to find a middle point where they can both agree and work on mm. asking a young man who has just begun working to buy your car and to pay your rent and to do all these different things that you're not married is unrealistic mm. unfair and very unfair mm. as a young man having a girl who you want to come into your house and cook and clean and do all these different things is unfair and unrealistic mm. and quite honestly mm. um man don't do that yeah you're a man don't do that take mm. care of your own house yeah let her, let her come and find that your house is clean that you're able to take care of yourself yeah you know don't don't make her your house help she's not mm. even when you marry her she's you do she doesn't she suddenly doesn't become your house help you know yeah, yeah. yeah. i guess there are things that you learn with uh with with, with my children you know i used to think that uh, <clears throat> that my wife will cook for me all the time she doesn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and with good reasons yeah. that she'll be now she's Mombasa for the next 12 days mm-hmm. she's not gonna be there and uh, when she's in Nairobi she might uh, show up in the house at 9 yes. or 9.30 yes. or 10 yes. sometimes they go for, 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 for work parties and it comes at midnight so I, I believe that sometimes you just look at uh, uh, you isolate every situation Mm-hmm. and uh, realize that well this is how it happens because when she's home she cooks she has cooked a lot during this covid period 
when they were at home. Yeah, yeah. But then when she's when when before COVID, she wasn't cooking uh, mm-hmm. as much. Yeah, or, yeah. So I think yeah. It, it, thank you because we, and then we also have and it's not all men, but we have a breed of men who are extremely insecure. Mm. You know, your wife is going to Mombasa. You want to find out she's with who, mm. you know, by the minute. You're yeah. calling, you're wondering. Like, we need to get to our places, man, where when you get into a relationship with a girl, recognize that she's a being mm. complete and full before you came into the picture. Yeah. So that we stop having this idea that we want to control them. Mm. Yeah. Or when I marry her, then this is what you're supposed to do. Mm. Yeah. She is not. She suddenly doesn't become your maid, you mm. know, at home. That she has to cook, she has to clean. You know, I. That's why I say I, I. I really believe that a man needs to live by himself or with other men before mm. getting married. Mm. Yeah, that I believe that it's good for you to do certain things for yourself. Mm. Have your own space, respect your own space, clean after yourself, mm. cook for yourself. Mm. So that when you get into that marriage. When I got married, you know, um, breakfast was, and to this day, I want breakfast, I'll go to the kitchen and prepare what I want. Mm. Tea is there, but maybe today I want eggs. Maybe yeah. tomorrow I want cereals, yeah. you know. And it's, I, I don't expect her to be the one who's going to cook and make sure that those things are available. Mm. I'll go into the kitchen and make breakfast for everyone. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't mean that I only make breakfast on weekends. Even mm. on a weekday, I'll get up and prepare something for people. Because I expect her to also do the same, mm. you know. It's a partnership. We come together and say, you know, today I'm tired, do this for me. Okay. Go to the kitchen, cook for yourself. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, Eric. It was, it was lovely talking to you. Uh, and uh, my listeners, I, if you have a comment, you can make, you can share. And if you want to come to the show, the show is always open. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye for now. Asante.